there. All right, random song. Try to not get copyrighted, so Alexa off. All right, uh, Tones and I are just getting into them a little bit. Wanted to talk about Alexa off. All right, she's off. So wanted to talk about and try out a new setup here uh, back in Southern California. Got my smile, glass, drink, a poo, staying healthy. So today's episode, Bono's movement. Um, and there's so many aspects of movement. I just did like two hours in the garage just moving. Um, and I feel so much better. I just, I didn't have a, a purpose per se in there. I just wanted to move and play around with movement, my movement practice. So uh, I'm going to play around with a few of these phrases, these cliches that we go off of and uh, see where that takes us and try to keep it to, to kind of a focused message here. But uh, if you're watching this, the idea here is to get you moving. So if you're watching, if you're listening, um, I want you to, as you're doing that, maybe go for a walk or, or get inspired, pause the video. Uh, or if you have a podcast, so I got my recording here, um, go for a quick walk as you're listening. Uh, Lexi's down here. I don't know if she'll make an appearance. Lexi, you want to come up? You want to come up? No. If she comes up on the video, that's, that's we'll see what she does. But anyway, um, we're going to go to the first of my motion concepts. So motion is lotion. All right, guys. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll add in the second one. Uh, I think I saw it on Reebok's shorts. If you rest, you rust. So that one I don't love, but there is that concept of um, if you're not moving into those deep ranges of motion, you develop issues like arthritis. Uh, a lot of the total knee replacements, total hip replacements that I've seen in my career, uh, which I got my doctorate back in 2008. So I've seen a lot of folks. Um, you know, I'm excited to learn and see more always, always, always. But what I've learned so far and can share with you guys here today is a lot of that arthritis develops because we're just not moving through a full range of motion. So your movement practice, meaning whatever it is you choose to do for some version of exercise, which is the norm these days, um, if you're doing it for your work, that's awesome. But we need to kind of make sure we're including as many different forms of movement through as many different ranges of motion as possible. Otherwise, things get rusty and things start to become problematic. And that's where, again, the rusty is the arthritis. So again, if I'm not moving all the way through, and in fact, the knee is one of the easier joints I'll show in the video here. So if you're not moving past 90 degrees, let's say, then you're that last bit. So your knee's supposed to go to about 135 degrees. So if you're not getting those last 10, 20, 30 degrees of motion for a long time, it, it, it starts to get sticky there and eventually things just don't, aren't happy there. The alternative too is you, if you have imbalances and you kind of like brake pads, you, you wear away on, on one side there. So at the end of the day, motion is lotion and if you rest, you rust. Uh, so, so the concept here is movement is medicine. So that's kind of the, the third saying. So I'm just gonna keep going with these cliches. Movement is medicine. Um, I actually just saw a neighbor and, and Maha's coming in. Uh, she's not gonna join us on this episode, but we'll be on one tomorrow. Hi, honey, I'm recording, Hi. I'm recording, hi. Um, so I just saw one of our neighbors actually, and, and we were talking about a wrist injury he had. 
you can, you're fine. Do whatever you got to do. It's, it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll edit it out by which I mean, no, I'll never go back and do any work on this afterwards. All right. So we're talking about his wrist injury and, uh, basically a, some of the takeaways, uh, a little side note is he started drinking more water. Lexi's walking by. Um, he started drinking more water, which was really helpful. He was not drinking enough water, something that we talked about increasing his protein and more water, um, especially in these summer months here. And then number two is, yeah, just more motion, more motion for the wrist, different ranges of motion, uh, healthy ranges of motion, working through on how we can progressively increase that range and begin to load it in a nice, healthy uh, way that's going to make it healthier long term. So along those lines, my other, my next cliche saying is um, the, the, the concept of nutritious movement. So just like uh, if we think about nutrition, how we eat, uh, it's a little easier, I think, for, for us to think about, hey, I haven't had, uh, you know, I'm, I'm deficient in vitamin D3, let's say, so because I haven't gotten enough sun. I live in a climate where there isn't a lot of sunlight. For some reason, my, my vitamin D came up low in blood work, so I can get it from some sources of food. However, uh, the best thing probably for most of us to do, the easiest thing is to either go get more sunshine if you have access to it or supplement with vitamin D3 and hope to get your levels up as you get your levels checked. Going back to uh, one of my previous episodes talking about jerf, just eat real food as much as you can. But again, it's hard to get all of the things we need. Same concept for movement. The same thing I was talking about, that full range of motion. If your movement practice is only doing Peloton, you're missing out on a lot of other vitamins and minerals for your joints. What does that mean again? Is if your hip is not rotating, right? It, you know, Maybe you need to go out and throw and just because you throw and you're a righty, which is something I see all the time, make sure you're also doing some with your left hand. Unless you're becoming a professional baseball player, um, you don't need to always be throwing with your right. You, you want to make sure you throw with your left no matter how silly it looks or feels at first. All right, so uh, nutritious movement, hopefully that concept makes sense of you have to do these different things. So carry stuff, right? Carry overhead, carry a front rack, carry down a, a farmer position. Um, all these different concepts hinge. Uh, so let's actually jump over to that. So seven primal movement patterns. I want to do an episode on just this. Um, again, talking about similar concept of movement literacy. So that is the, the, the correlate or the, the analogy to, uh, as we go through school, we learn and we can read at a sixth grade level, a seventh grade level. Um, we take the SATs to determine our aptitude in, and our understanding of math and, and English comprehension, things like that. So movement-wise, it's something that can get neglected. So what is your movement literacy, meaning how many different types of movement are you capable of? Uh, shout out to Kelly Starrett, Dr. Kelly Starrett, The Ready State, um, used to be Mobility Wad, and he talks about owning those positions. Uh, he's not the only one who talks about that concept, but the the concept of you, you, you really own a position if you can breathe there and be comfortable there. So hanging out at the bottom of a squat and doing a press, all right? That means you own that position to some extent or you're closer to owning it than uh, just sucking at it, pardon the, the, the language. So um, that's movement literacy to me. Is like, where do you rank? Are you at a second grade reading level um, where your movements are just deficient and you're getting by with just the, the, the kind of things that you need in daily life, but you're ignoring you know, getting up and down off the floor, um, which we start to lose at some point. If you're not dancing and moving in all these different directions, we start to lose that as we age. 
And, and again, I'm going to do a little bit different uh, take on aging in another episode. So movement literacy, nutritious movement, seven primal movement patterns is another way we can look at movement literacy. How good are you at all seven of these? We tend to neglect some of these. So real quick, the upper body can push and it can pull. All right, real simple. And then we have a twist as well. So we can push, pull, and twist. The lower body can ambulate, gait. We can walk, run. That, that's a, a one of the seven movement patterns that we can talk about. Then you have a hinge versus a squat. The hinge and the squat, again, we'll go deep into what, what the difference is on, on some other videos there. But squat, basically, the really easy way to think about it is your knees and your hips are moving at the same time versus the hinge. Basically, your hips are doing all the moving and you're hinging at the hips. Um, and your knees are kind of just locked in place, sort of, so to speak. Um, so, so that's the movement patterns. I think I got them all. So squat, oh, sorry, the last one being lunge. So one more time, push, pull. All right, and then we can break that down into vertical, horizontal, all that stuff. Push, pull, then we have squat and hinge. Then we also have lunge, all right, so that's five. Twist being six, so twist, uh, all sorts of ways we could look at that. And so, something that we definitely neglect in general, and then number seven being gait, ambulate, run, walk. Um, so that's seven movement patterns. How good are you at those? Even running, walking is something that most of us probably are not very good at as we age, as we don't do it in different speeds. Um, again, I've, I've actually worked with a lot of runners and they do a lot of mileage, but that does not make them very good in their movement literacy and how, how I would um, rate them as a runner, just because they can run an ultra marathon does not mean they're actually technically proficient and that does not mean that they're um, being optimal and avoiding the injuries and the problems that come with running. So um, I'll give credit again to, to Kel Dr. Kelly Starrett again with the ready state of, uh, it's, it's from someone else, but he always brings these up of, you are only as old as your joints are healthy. So if your joints are not healthy, that means you're, you're getting older. Um, and again, your joints being unhealthy is not necessarily a normal part of aging. It's common, it happens, but it's something that we should be working and to fight against. And a lot of times it's just misuse or, or lack of use that leads to the unhealthiness of those joints, all right? So hopefully that makes sense. And um, yeah, that, that's it. Do we, the last one there again is, is kind of along that concept and we'll do a little more in another episode of do we stop dancing because we age or do we age because we stop dancing? So again, a lot of cliches today. <laughs> so hopefully something here resonates with you. And, and if you like any of these and you want me to expand on them, please let me know. And we can certainly go deeper on, on all these topics. Um, and I plan to, um, but yeah, I just wanted to cover that. Uh, again, I, my two hours in the garage today really got me feeling good moving. Um, I was a little stiff and everything from being in the car for a while. And, uh, I just, I just felt great. Again, I felt like I got a lot of the vitamins and minerals of different motions that I hadn't gotten. So I was out there in the sun. Um, again, I'm, I'm grateful for having the equipment I have, for having access to sunshine, uh, fresh weather, uh, and things like that. So anyway, I'm going to leave it there. It's a crazy world we're living in. I'm hoping to bring some positivity into it, depending on when you're uh, hearing this. So hopefully something here helps you. Um, I hope you guys like, share, subscribe. Um, and you know, all that good stuff. It really helps me out. It helps other folks out hopefully. And, um, yeah, get 1% better today. Uh, hope you have an awesome day and we'll talk to you next time. Peace.